Welcome to the podcast, everyone. I'm Chad Norman, Internet Marketing Manager here at BlackBot and your host for this nonprofit technology podcast. This is episode 17 for October 10th, 2008. Um, and because of crazy scheduling, uh, we missed the show last week. I was out in Portland and some of us were up in uh, D.C. So technically this is the show from last week, but also the show from next week. So we're recording a little early. It'll make more sense later. So Thanks <laughs> for clearing that up. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it makes total sense, I'm sure. So we have a short window today, again, because of scheduling conflicts. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce the panel and then get right into the topics. So... Joining us again from BlackBot is Steve McLaughlin, the Director of Internet Solutions. Hey, Chad. Hello. And um, you can find him at blackbot.com slash connections and twitter.com slash McLaughlin. Melanie Malonis, our Public Relations Manager, is back with us. Hey, Chad. It's Melanie Mathos. Nice to see you. You're right. I need to update my sheet. That is. It's Melanie Mathos now, freshly minted, as we discussed on the last show. I told you. Yes. You can find her at twitter.com slash melmathos or blackbot.com slash News. Danielle Brigida is back with us. She is the Associate Operations Coordinator at the National Wildlife Federation. Hello, Danielle. Hi, it's great to be back. Yeah, great to have you back. You're becoming quite the vet here of the show. Uh, you can find Danielle at uh, twitter.com slash starfocus, and um, she's uh, doing wonderful work on the website nwf.org. So Jonathan Coleman is back for a second consecutive episode, which I'm very excited about. Hey, Jonathan. Hey, Chad, if you are Rachel Maddow, then consider me your Pat Buchanan. <laughs> that is an intro. Associate <laughs> Director of Digital Marketing at the Nature Conservancy. You can find him at twitter.com slash jcoleman or nature.org. And joining us for the first time, which I'm very excited about, is Holly Ross, the Executive Director of the Nonprofit Technology Network. Welcome to the show, Holly. Thank you so much, and I, I hope you yes, go easy uh, on me. I hope you go easy on us. <laughs> Holly is uh, joining us from an undisclosed <laughs> location in New York City on her iPhone, so we are definitely pushing the Skype technology to the limits here. So, Anyway, with the introductions out of the way, let's get right into the show. I kind of got you all on the phone impromptu today to talk about social media metrics. I've been seeing a lot of chatter about this lately. Holly and I recently spoke in Portland, and I know in both of our sessions we got some questions about how to measure the effectiveness of using social media online. So. I just want to put some of these questions out to you all and see what you have to say. Again, so capturing this, these metrics are kind of a challenge. It's a little different than using just Google Analytics to view your web traffic. So let's talk a little bit about what metrics we can track that can really show us how successful we're being with our social media. Does anybody have any good trick base metrics to throw out that everybody should be tracking? Uh, at the Nature Conservancy, we look at you know things like if it's Facebook funds raised, we look at the adoption of our fan page by new members, things like that. Yeah, and at NWF, I know um, we take a look at how many fr- new friends we're getting and actions taken. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, of course, link facts, but that kind of goes without saying. Are you actually mapping, like, friends to actions? Um, well, but it's not quite that simple, but what I'll do is if I post something on Facebook versus um, MySpace, we'll see where we get the most actions. Okay. Yeah, we do uh, at N10 a couple of things since we really want to have and start a lot of conversations. One of the metrics that's important to us is how many blog comments we get from folks. And we also do try to link a lot of that stuff that happens in our normal communications world to the social media stuff by, you know, if you register for an event, uh, you know, Facebook is just one of those how did you hear about the event options. So we're going to do that kind of tracking too, right. tying it all together. And what is sort of the numerical value you sort of assign to blog comments? Like, how do you track that? Is it just blog comments per post, or is it, you know, just blog comments per month or week? Like, what is that actual metric? Yeah, we're measuring against an annual goal okay. um, when it comes to blog comments. But I think, you know, I think that the stuff is really, it's, 
it is really challenging because I feel like with we know that posting comments on a blog post is part of having a conversation, but measuring the value of that is really hard. So I can say, you know, 300 blog posts, great. You know, that's more than we had last year, right? Um, but what I am not able to say is that, you know, all 300 blog posts were actually really, you know, conversational or had a lot of value or a lot of meaning, you know, um, maybe instead I should be looking at how many blog posts have, you know, um, conversations in the comments rather than just capturing the total number of comments I get. So I, I think we're, we're definitely always challenged with thinking about what we're tracking and what it really means to us. You know, Holly, something I've been thinking about lately is uh, reputation monitoring uh, via, you know, looking at how people are talking about you or your organization uh, on social media. And I've been thinking there might be a way to assign, you know, a numerical score to someone, kind of like you you might think about doing Net Promoter. So if someone is really your fan out there and they leave a, you know, super positive comment uh, and they'd be willing to do, you know, anything for you and, and take all these actions online to promote you, you know, that might be like a five. Whereas if someone hates you and never wants to hear from you again, you know, that would be like a one. And maybe there's a way of quantifying the value of comments using, uh, you know, some measure like that. What do you think? I actually, I really love that. Like I so said, we've been thinking a lot about, well, how do we actually, you know, we're interested in, our big question is, does it, does it spark more talk, right? You know, whether it's super positive or super negative is getting people talking. Um, so I'd love to do something like that. I think that the challenge is how to do that on the back end. You know, yeah. the systems integration stuff is also a huge challenge, I think, with the metrics because we're trying to measure stuff that's really messy and all these, in this, you know, as messy as real life is. <laughs> so I think that would be really, really hard. I love that idea. People talk about sort of individual social graph and, and- wanting to look at things that way, but certainly another way would just be looking at an organization's social graph. Where are all the places you're at, and where do most of the feedback channels come from? Does it come more from blogs? Does it come more from videos being posted somewhere? Does it come from articles on Dig or other social bookmarking websites? So part of it may just be jotting down as a place to start. Where are all the places you're present? What are, what are the things that, in fact, can be measured and, and tracking that? Over time, I think for a lot of nonprofits, it's important to, you know, be able to measure stuff, but then also be able to look at where are you over a period of time and what things work and what things don't um, and, and what type of content or what kind of messages elicit more comments than others or less comments than others. And that may be okay. It may be okay to have a great blog post that gets zero comments, but it gets an important message out there or it's more informative in nature. Yeah, I would say that you'd have to be careful with that tracking, Jonathan, on Dig. No. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Definitely YouTube as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It's because but a lot of times people who are who are commenting feel very strongly one way or another. So, and then there are people who are reading it, and they may not even agree with the commenter, but they won't comment. Um, and that's the difficulty I'm having. It's like you want to measure the people who are commenting, but you you can't overlook the people who aren't and who. Agree with right. You. Well, we always talk about that ninety-nine and one rule, and I wonder if you know, putting this kind of persona and identifying these kind of people can help you pull people from that ninety percent into that nine, and help get them more engaged and more involved. One thing I've started doing is, or I mean, I've done for a while now is, um, I do the social media tracking as far as people who are linking to us clearly from something I've posted on a social network. Um, we already have people, you know 
keeping track of all the newspapers and things we're in, but I'm kind of doing things that maybe our traditional media team doesn't look at, like if we're mentioned in Huffington Post, Twitter, and, and things like that, so that it kind of shows that what I'm doing is getting us coverage. Well, you, yeah, you brought up a good point about tracking, and that's sort of a, a little different with metrics. I was sort of looking at a list of things that you could possibly track. Do you guys do this for all your organizations? Like when you're looking, it's like sort of sort of listening, for looking at what key employees and public-facing figures are being talked about, you know, how often your org name is showing up and everything. So maybe some of your competitive nonprofits, what, you know, what's going on with them, your employees, org URL. Are you guys looking at all that stuff? Definitely. Yep. <laughs> well, how do you track that stuff? I mean, Holly, you pulled up some massive, impressive-looking spreadsheet the other day. Uh, which just blew my mind. I, I, Jonathan, I'm assuming you have something similar. Danielle as well. Is that how you guys are tracking all this stuff? I'll tell you that once a week on my end, uh, I go through and, uh, you know, actually write down and record things like our Technorati ranking, the amounts of new posts that are linking to us. Uh, I look regularly the amount of mentions we get across the blogosphere and discussion boards and Twitter and stuff like that. Where there's really standout things, I'll actually take a screen capture and put it up on my Flickr account. I've got a few things there right now. I, and I think it's really important to do it at least weekly so you can kind of see the change in that chatter over time. And uh, then you can go back and look at your more traditional website metrics and see if you can match up any of those trends. Um, really valuable, gives you a great lay of the land. And uh, if you're talking with some of your partners, like um, Danielle and I talk regularly, uh, you know, it really helps you sort of say, wow, what was going on with sort of the environment on the Internet that week? You know, because we appear to see the same kind of trend lines. Yeah, absolutely. Jonathan, I don't know, do you use um, RSS filtering to kind of keep track of when people are mentioning you real time? Oh, definitely. I got a huge Google reader. <laughs> That's what I do. I, yeah. I think, actually. You know, and if anyone's looking to do that, you just, um, you know, do searches on things like Technorati and Google Blog Search and, and anything with an RSS feed. And you can put in your organization's name, your abbreviation, your CEO's name, any copyrights you hold, um, any particular issues you might be associated with. And it makes it very easy to sort of monitor the landscape. Yeah, I, I call that my vanity dashboard in NetBud. Um, yeah, we've got all that set up. I love it. This is a production note from BlackBot Studios. Hi everyone, it's Chad here. Due to the recording issues we had with Skype today, the last half of this episode was a jumbled, inaudible mess. Please be on the lookout for a future show with the same topic, one where the guests don't sound like the Whopper computer from War Games. Sorry for the tech issues. You'll now be returned to the show, and thanks for listening. All right, that was great stuff, everyone. Uh, we're going to have to pay some bills now, so let's uh, throw it to Melanie for BlackBot News. Well, this week we have a lot of exciting developments with Kintera. We recently announced an integration between Sphere, the Kintera division's online marketing and fundraising tool, with the Razor's Edge. And available by the end of the year, the connector will be an embedded menu option within the Razor's Edge, driving a web-based bi-directional data exchange between the two systems. And this will be available at no additional cost to customers using both Sphere and the Razor's Edge and will significantly decrease the amount of time previously required to establish a data exchange between the two applications. In more Kintera news, BlackBot recently announced that the division has increased its customer support team by 50%. And in the coming months, we'll be making increased personnel investments, expanding training and infrastructure. And just a a quick note, if you want to keep up on Kintera integration news, you can visit blackbaud.com forward slash the scoop. 
And also another reminder to all those net community developers out there, BlackBuds Developer Network Challenge will, will remain open through the end of the month, and whoever creates the most compelling customization for Net Community will be awarded an iPhone and will also win his or her organization a year's free maintenance. So for more details on that contest or to submit your entry, visit blackbodlabs.com. And once the winners are announced, the applications will be available with code for sharing within the community. And just this week, Target Analytics was featured in USA Today's Sharing in the USA special report. You can check out that article and other BlackBod news at blackbod.com slash blackbodnews. Yeah, promoting your blog again. Very nice. Thank you, Melanie. (laughs) That's right. All right, well, that does it for this episode of the podcast. I'd like to thank our guests, Melanie Mathos, Steve McLaughlin, Danielle Brigida, Jonathan Coleman, and Holly Ross. You can keep up with the podcast and other webby things by following me on Twitter at twitter.com slash chadnorman or by checking out my blog at blackbod.com slash webby things. If any of you listeners have feedback, feel free to send me an email at thebodcast at blackbod.com. We'll be back in a couple weeks with another episode. So until then, I'm Chad Norman, and thanks for listening to the podcast. Would you like to play a game? Exactly, you've got that smooth voice and with the sound. <laughs> so, uh, we should try and talk about this again. Yeah, no, if this, uh, if this is kind of garbage, I'll probably still release a shorter version, but I think this is a bigger topic that we should definitely uh, come back to.